Facebook at Baba Testimony123. Lori Instagram, Jesu Lolua. <coughs> oh, do bâtiment, oh, yo, Fresh 107.9 FM, la Luma. Ok, fala, fala. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel-good music.
Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelgota. Good morning to you. Today, Tuesday, the 18th of May, uh, 2021. Hope you had a great uh, Monday night rest. Uh, it's a brand new day uh, filled with brand new opportunities. Uh, hopefully, you will make use of them and um, do as much as you can as we head out to work hard places of business uh, this uh, morning. A nice and two-faced Edibia with the song Life is Beautiful. Kick exciting things uh, this uh, morning right here on your Feel Good Radio. Uh, good to know you're there. Wali Bakar is my name. Uh, whatever you do today, stay positive. Approach you with the right mindset and uh, hopefully things will fall in the right place for you. Today is the 18th of May. Uh, commemorates a couple of things across parts of the world. Uh, Somali land, uh, they're celebrating independence today. It's also the International Museum Day, uh, being celebrated across parts of the world. Uh, today is the World AIDS Vaccine Day. There's another day, um, set to, uh, you know, uh, set aside to talk about, you know, some uh, efforts as far as uh, vaccination or the vaccine for AIDS is concerned. It's also known as HIV Vaccine Awareness Day. Is a day observed annually on May the 18th. Uh, now, uh, HIV vaccine advocates mark the day by promoting the continued urgent need for a vaccine to prevent HIV infection and AIDS. Uh, is a no, is one of uh, a number of others uh, being commemorated today across the world. Uh, we should very best this Tuesday. It's time to take a look at the headlines this morning, freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Freshly pressed this Tuesday morning, the 18th of May 2021. Good morning to you once again. Uh, good to know you are there joining the program. Wale Bakar is my name. Great to have you join us. Uh, the Punch, The Guardian, the Pempishi newspapers, the Premium Times, the Nigerian Gateway. Uh, some of the options available to us this morning. The Nigeria Tribune as well. Uh, with us this morning, quite a number of headlines to look out for. Uh, the Punch says, INEC meets security chiefs as burnt offices rise to 21. Uh, is there uh, on the Punch this morning. Asaba Accord reps Northern Caucus splits minorities back Southern governors. Is there as well uh, to look out for this morning. Um, Lagos Mall's holiday for traditional worshippers is another uh, there on the punch this uh, morning. Uh, there is uh, this one. Cannabis will aid our industrial drive. Boost IGR. Rep spokesman. That's on the punch as well. Uh, this uh, morning uh, is an interesting one. A member of the House of Reps, Benjamin Kalu, uh, calling for the legislation of cannabis sativa, also known as Indian hemp in Nigeria. Uh, that is a conversation that we've had before. It has generated a lot of reactions. I bet it is now. Cannabis will aid our industrial drive, boost IGR. Rare spokesman is there on the punch uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Um, U.S. court dismisses Lukoya suit against U.K.-based blogger. Is also 
on the punch this morning. The Guardian says, Pressure terrorists to surrender CDS tasks human rights groups. That's on the Guardian. Ekiti, organized labor, rejects withdrawal of new age. Also on the Guardian, uh, military needs $2 billion yearly to fight insecurity. That's according to the Nigeria Air Force. Is there to look out for as well. Senate panel accuses Lottery Trust Fund of 7 billion naira fraud. Ezekwe Sili urges public to ignore malicious quote on BBOG. Let's bring back our girls. Is there on the Guardian. Reveals strategy to safeguard security facilities in Southeast Uriwa. Urges police. Uh, that's another on the Guardian this uh, morning, the Nigerian Tribune, only 9% of armed forces budget is spent on equipment. That's on the Nigeria Tribune uh, this morning. ACF supports ban on open grazing. Also there, PDP governors to Buhari send bill to National Assembly for power devolution now. That's also on the Nigeria Tribune uh, this morning, Kaduna labor strike, no retreat, no surrender. Waba declares uh, inflation rates drop slightly to 18.12% in April. That's there uh, on the Nigeria Tribune as well this uh, morning. The Premium Times uh, this um, Tuesday uh, says food cheapest in Rivers, Ogun, in April. That's according to you, the Bureau of Statistics. Uh, when I saw that report, I began to wonder what, what they've been going through in other states because I know <laughs> what people have been complaining of here in Ogun. Well, food cheapest in Rivers, Ogun in April. That's according to you, the Bureau of Statistics. There's also Nigeria's inflation falls the first time in 21 months. Uh, there's also Nigerian town in darkness for tickets uh, to finally have electricity. Uh, that's after decades of uh, darkness. Is there on the Premium Times? EFCC detains ex Quara Governor Atai Ahmed. NLC strike Kaduna government defiant says civil service rights sizing to continue. Is also on the Premium Times. Insecurity. PDP governors demand devolution of powers to states. That's there uh, on the Premium Times as well. Uh, this um, Tuesday morning to look out for. Uh, there are some others on uh, a lot of the other dailies uh, this uh, morning. The pen pushing newspapers uh, this uh, morning uh, says Nigerian governor's aid arrested in America over $650 million unemployment fraud, risks 30 years jail. Oshibajo debunks speculation and interest in 2023 presidential race. Uh, there's also alleged sexual assault. Babai Jesha gets bail. Is there on the pen pushing newspapers? Crimes Commission detains former Kwara State Governor Abdul Fatah Ahmed over alleged nine billion naira fraud. Suspected loyalists to Igbo apprehended. Interrogate um, state security service officials over alleged spy. Uh, that's also there on the uh, pen pushing newspapers. Uh, to look out for this uh, morning. The uh, Nigerian Gateway uh, with some stories to look out for this morning. Ogun local government polls, APC opt for consensus, directing direct primaries uh, is there. There are quite a number of talks ongoing in the state ahead of the uh, local government election. Uh, just yesterday, I saw the report 
uh, one of the political parties, uh, the NNPP, uh, warning against the collection of um, is in nomination fees now. Uh, I think fifty thousand for councillorship, two hundred thousand for chairmanship. Uh, they're saying that uh, they're calling the uh, fee prescribed by OXEC illegal, saying they would not mind to take OXEC to court if it uh, insists on collecting that. Well. Uh, is a conversation going on. APC up for consensus, direct and direct primaries is there on the Nigeria Gateway. Uh, there's some others uh, to look out for. Uh, Oshibajo offers scholarship to gifted, physically challenged artists. Also there, uh, equip, equip military with modern weapons. That's IBB to is there as well. There are quite a number of talks as far as uh, military uh, equipment is concerned uh, on many of the dailies this morning. Well, you'll find all of those on the dailies this uh, morning. Uh, we'll take a very quick pause, and when we return, uh, we'll take a peep into some of them. Mr. Samson Akindele will be joining me, and uh, we'll get talking this morning. Don't go anywhere, please. Our friend Oliver is what you call a man with a huge appetite. Gigantic, actually. And if there's one phrase we have come to know Oliver for, it is this. More data, please. No matter what we offer him. More data, please. So, guess what we did? We heard Glow created new data plans for people like Oliver, and we got him exactly that. And guess what Oliver said? Excuse me, please, is this all for me? Only me? Now, Oliver certainly has more than enough data. All thanks to the Glow Mega Data Plans. With the longer validity you get on Glow Mega Data Plans, you can work from home with ease, run your business better, download non-stop, stream music and movies endlessly, learn online and share data with anyone. No worries. Get 225 gigabytes at 30,000 Naira for 30 days, 425 gigabytes at 50,000 Naira for 90 days and 1 terabyte at 100,000 Naira for a year. Dial star 777-HASH now to start enjoying these mega- the plans glow unlimited eyes have not seen ears have not heard no mind can comprehend what god is set to do that thing that followed your lineage has ended today at salvation ministries ogun miracle crusade live with david I decree any bondage of sickness, failure, poverty, shame, barrenness, near success syndrome, family crisis, reproach, assault, insult of the devil and men, whatever be the bondage right now, I declare you lose in the name of Jesus. On Thursday, the 27th to Friday, 28th of May, 2021, venue, Abiyokuta Sports Club, Okelewon, beside Sweet Sensation, Abiyokuta, Ogun State. The time is 5 p.m. daily.
Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Tuesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. I'm Bill Kutow. Ali Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there. Uh, Samson Akindele is with us this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Great to have you join us this Tuesday. Uh, yeah, good morning, Wally. Uh, it's great to be here again. Well, uh, let's um, start with uh, this. Uh, the, the, there are quite a number of reports talking about uh, the security situation in the country. Uh, talks about uh, the need to fund the security agencies better uh, is on a lot of the dailies. The Guardian as uh, this one. It says military needs $2 billion yearly uh, to fight insecurity. Uh, that's according to the Nigerian Air Force. Now, the Director of Procurement, Nigerian Air Force, uh, Air Vice Marshal M.A. Yakubu, yesterday said that for a start, the military needed an annual budget of at least $2 billion to fight terrorism and other causes of insecurity in the country. Explaining reasons for such a bulk sum, Yakubu said many manufacturers of military equipment were insisting on full payment before beginning production, adding that the cost includes training of personnel to man certain equipment. He spoke at a public hearing organized by the House of Representatives Committee on Defense on Armed Forces Trust Fund Establishment Bill 2021, which seeks to explore alternative sources of funding for the armed forces in addition to the annual budgetary allocation. Yakubu further explained that at the time, uh, NAF needed a Tokano aircraft for which 100% payment was made in 30 days. Otherwise, the procurement would not have been possible. According to him, no budgetary allocation would find would fund such procurement. Hence, the need for alternative sources of funding for the military to be able to meet up with its responsibility. Chairman House Committee Bajimi Bad, Benson emphasized the need for alternative and additional sources of funding for the armed forces, saying it had become more apparent considering the myriad of security challenges uh, facing the country. According to Benson, only approximately 9% of annual budgetary allocation is available for capital expenditure as a large chunk goes for a current expenditure. Is there uh, on the Guardian this morning? The lawmaker said efforts in the past by the armed forces to procure needed military hardware and provide requisite personnel training to tackle insecurity currently being faced by the country. It's brick wall due to limited financial resources underscoring the importance of the bill. Well, um, the rest of it is there on The Guardian this uh, morning. Uh, military needs $2 billion yearly to fight insecurity. That's according to the Nigeria Air Force. The Tribune also has that report. Uh, they talk about the percentage of the annual budget spent on um, equipment by the military. And it says only 9% of armed forces budget is spent on equipment. That's according to the speaker, uh, who says available records show that only 9% of total budgetary allocation uh, to Nigerian forces is spent on equipment. I was speaking at that hearing yesterday. I uh, said the appropriation records show that about 91% of the current funding of the armed forces is spent on recurrent overhead salaries and welfare. And it's there to look out for on the Nigerian Tribune. It's on a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. And for, for some people, they... You know, this used to be a, a, a major national issue. There was a time when uh, every time the budget came out, a lot of um, individuals were worried about the percentage that was for a current expenditure. We began to uh, 
somewhat turned the tide uh, at some point when uh, you know more was devoted to uh, capital projects. But when you check out a lot of MDAs, uh, just as we've seen with the military, the vast majority of the money uh, goes into a recurrent expenditure. But 91% for the military just begins to explain why we continue to talk about death of equipment, uh, non-availability of certain things, and why we talk about our military being um, ill-equipped, so to speak. Well, um, the, the, the reasons are not far-fetched. When you look at um, where we are now and um, where we're coming from, you see, the way this is being reported, to me, is no news, really. Because if you check the other sectors, like education, like um, health, do they also have equipment? Do, they, do we have the hardware mm. also for the health sector? Look at the state of the um, tertiary health institutions we have in this country. The UCH, the, the Luth, and other, you know. So, you you just see that the military is just being used as, um, as a barometer to measure what is going on, you know, all around the country when it comes to budgetary allocations and, and what have you. You know, so when you see 91%, you ask yourself, the, even in our national budget, what do we have for recurrent? What do we have for capital projects? Because, you know, these politicians, this is all they know how to do. Just pay salaries. They believe that once they are paying salaries, they are not owing salaries, workers are not going on strike because of that. Even that, we, we still know that workers go on strike. But at least, they think they will have some peace. So, that is what you, you, you are going to get. And, of course, even the little money that they release to the military... You know, and we are talking about the military alone here, mind you, because I was going to add that. How about the police? Can we check how much is being, you know, budgeted for them and how much, you know, is being released? Mm. NSCDC, that's uh, civil defense. Are they they taking care of them? The immigration service, the customs, DSS. Now, look at immigration, for instance. If if those guys if they have the right equipment to man the borders, not just about men, about technology, do they have all that at the border posts? Do they have, if, even if they have one million men, can they, are we going to put all of them around the country so that foreigners will not come in? You need technology. Do they have drones, for instance, to do area patrol and all that? So, when we talk of the military alone, we, we, we might even be getting into some trouble because we are even talking about internal security here. Mm. So, if we equip all these other security agencies effectively, even the military will have less to do. What, is, what has been the contribution of the Nigerian police force to the fight against insurgency, for instance? It's not because they can't do it, but it's because the military that we should have used against external aggression is being used there. I'm not saying you cannot use the military for for insurrection that you have in the country. No. But the the, the leading agency when it comes to security in this country is the police. Mm. They've been emasculated almost totally. You only find them being useful when elections are there 
Of course, the 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 the, the politicians, political leaders know how to bring them, you know, it, to election venues just to make sure that somebody does not steal their votes or they themselves, you know, will be able to use them to steal votes. That's what they will do. Even though many of those policemen, they, 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 of course, they have their orders and all that. They have to follow the rules of their superiors. So when we say the military here, we, we also have to be very careful. We Yes, we know they don't have the, the equipment. Yes, we know that they spend a lot of money on salaries, emoluments, and all that. Even at that, many of them are still crying that the welfare is not... I, I, I watched a video where some, some, some soldiers were dumped. Pardon me for you, of that. They were posted to, you know, a place, and the, 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 the place was less conducive. Yes, you say soldiers are not supposed to have that kind of, you know, uh, uh, maybe maybe comfort. But check out their their, their, their their counterparts elsewhere. When they are not in the bushes, when they are not in the forest or desert, and they are, they are somewhere close to town, at least they still need to catch some rest. So when you look at all these, the tour of duty, you, you put them to a, far above when or where they, where, when they should be there, the duration. That they should be on duty. You know that all is not well. And you look at the personnel. The personnel is also not enough. We, maybe they will give us a figure of how many soldiers we have now. But if they've not been able to equip the ones we have, can, can, they, can they take in more recruits? So these, these are the issues. It rests squarely you know, on the table of the political leadership of this country, starting with the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. Of course, you have to scale that down, I repeat again, to other security agencies. If, if, if those ones are also able to speak, they will tell you the sorry state of their different you know, security architecture. The police, the NSCDC, immigration, all of them. If we don't equip these people, well, I don't know. Maybe now that um, things are happening, insecurity is what everybody is talking about. Maybe that's why they are talking about it. If you have just a semblance of peace. Everybody will forget about it again. Well, uh, apparently, uh, it's, it's been uh, mentioned because, you know, we have uh, the insecurity situation in the country because uh, I, I'm trying to, uh, you know, take a look at what the figures have been for the last couple of years, and it just uh, shows that pattern. Uh, last year, for example, at least, uh, which is the most recent, um, at the... A 2021 budget presentation, the Minister of Defense, Bashim Agashi, was talking about the 2020 budget performance, uh, where he said that um, 88% uh, was used for overhead, uh, while the remaining you know, was used for you know, <laughs> capital, what, what, what is ca- left? capital project. Uh, and the little equipment they have, Boko Haram would take away some. Uh, anyway, uh, in fact, he, he went on to talk about you know uh, how much well he said 88% of overhead was taken care of so in only 16% of capital expenditure uh, was uh, taken care of uh, that's for 2020 anyway and if you, if you go there and check the figures for 2019 18 uh, it's, it's the same there's the issue of how much is budgeted how much is released how much uh, of the budget is for 
uh, current expenditure, how much is for capital expenditure. There's just a lot of issues to discuss as far as funding of the military uh, is concerned. But as you say, um, yes, because we're having the insecurity challenges, it is our focus. But uh, if we beam our searchlight on a lot of the other ministries, departments, and agencies as well, we'll find out that some of the trend. Look, look, look at it this way again. You know, everybody would love to take care of its own. Mm. Um, some people will clamor, ah, put the put the right right peg uh, peg in the right hole and all that. We have we have a retired general as a president. We've had a retired general before, you know, in President Olusegun Obasanjo, mm-hmm. as civilian president, I mean, and yet they've not been able to take care of that Department of Defense in the country. You same same with health. When you when you put a mini a, a, a medical doctor in health, you think you will perform perform better. Well, when you have, well, you know, well, you know if, you, if you talk to some other. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just to because I, I see the point you're making. But if you talk to some other hospital workers, they'll yes. tell you um, uh, some doctors are not um, great hospital administrators. Uh, remember the a number of times when there's been the dress strikes. If yes. we talk to some of I'm the even other talk, I mean, workers, see, even even if you put maybe mind, mind you, this president always said it was not for, it was for all and not for one or <laughs> the, the point i want to make is this see and that, that we need to we need to raise put uh, competence up there mm. anytime we are considering anything it's like people saying oh uh, we don't have nobody has come from my side that is the governor or the president and yet when you when they have the uh, someone from their side as the president of or governor their place will still not be developed mm. you know so it's it's all it's another warped way of thinking for some people. Some people just want sense of entitlement. How is it that we have someone who had been in in the khaki before as the president, and the military is suffering, you know, so much, just like that happened before, you know, it it was during you know the the the, the military uh, dictatorship that have been having that the military in Nigeria started having problems. They thought they could take care of themselves, but unfortunately for them, politics took their mind away from their core professional responsibilities. And now politicians came who would not even have their time. And where they are supposed to have their time, and they still push the matter to those who should know amongst them. What do you find? They still embezzle their own money. They steal their own money. We've, we've seen generals being on trial, you know, and all that. So, we, you only need a sincere leader, whether military or civilian, and someone who has the capacity and competence to do that. It does not matter whether the person is, is a retired mm. army, air force, or whatever officer that person was. But in this country, we've seen that that has failed us. So we need to change gear to make sure that sincere people you know, are the ones that are there. Of things. Well, well, it's um, there on many of the dailies to look out for. There are some um, other security-related stories uh, there uh, to look out for this uh, morning. The uh, Guardian uh, this uh, morning says, Review strategy to safeguard security facilities in Southeast Uriwa urges police. Uh, pressure terrorists to surrender. CDS, task human rights groups. Uh, that's there. 
uh, on the Guardian as well this uh, morning to look out for. INEC meets security chiefs as burnt offices rise to 21 is on the punch uh, this uh, morning. The Independent National Electoral Commission will this week meet heads of security agencies as part of moves to end attacks on its offices in some parts uh, of the country. It was gathered on Monday that the meeting with security chiefs will be held after the commission's meeting with its resident electoral commissioners on Wednesday. A top official of INEC disclosed uh, that, okay, disclosed this uh, just as the number of the commission's office burnt by Udlums rose to 21 on Sunday night with the attack on the Enugu State headquarters uh, of the electoral body. Uh, we've been counting. Uh, is uh, 21 now. A uh, breakdown of the incident showed that the most affected states include Akwaibom, 4, Abia, 3, Anambra, 2, Imo, 2, and then other states where it has happened are uh, Bruno, Ebonijigawa, Kano, Ndo, Plateau, and Rivers. Uh, the Federal Capital Authority was also affected at some point. Uh, well, is there on the punch. INEC meets security chiefs as burnt offices rise to 21. Uh, that's uh, one of the stories to look out for. Uh, apparently, uh, in some parts of the country where we continue to talk about attacks on police formations, uh, you know, INEC offices haven't been left out as well. Some have uh, spoken about uh, plots to uh, incapacitate the electoral body uh, from doing his job. Even INEC itself came out last week to warn that if these attacks continue, then uh, its capacity to do its job is really getting affected. And it just, it just for some people, they are looking at the bigger picture and saying uh, these are uh, these are just uh, some individuals for one reason or the other trying to say until you fix certain things you know they've continued to say we can't hold elections in this country there can't be elections and they're just uh, doing this to INEC to pursue whatever their ambition is if if they don't want elections to hold and they are destroying all these facilities I think um, they will also suffer for it at some point if not now later because um, we we don't have enough in this country mm. you are requesting for things and you are destroying property and you want to make sure that... In fact, the target first is the Anambra election coming. That's the first target. Mm. And uh, you know you know what that will mean. You mean, you know, when... Of course... Anambra is one of the most affected. It, yes, twice. Yes, uh, it's it's an off-time election. And yes, you might say, oh, they, they, might, they want to move equipment from, other, from places. other places to that place. But at the end of the day, the country will still suffer. So... We we can't be we can't be begging the criminals doing this because these are pure criminals and they have their they, they, they have their briefs. Somebody is funding what is going on in the southeast, and if the political leadership, if they continue to look the way they are doing it, I I know I don't know if twenty twenty three election would that that's what some people want, and why they want it I don't know because. If the whole nation is engulfed in crisis because you cannot hold the election and some other do some other things, then um, those who have the means to run away will run. But those that cannot run away, what will happen to them? Mm. So what is going on in the land is evil. You might want to justify anything that oh, this because government is not doing this, government is not doing that. But you are killing policemen without being provoked. You will meet them at certain places you open fire on them who are these people doing it so that question should be solved immediately by the government starting from mr president 
to the least person that should that should save the situation because the way this thing is going if you get to other part of the country of course your guess will be as good as mine but the way it is now we can still salvage something but if they look on the way they've been doing it well we are all here because once you cannot hold the election in anambra i i, I don't know how you are going to do it in Ekiti. i don't know what will happen in Oshun. Before the 2023 elections, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, uh, we can get our acts in order before then. The number of elections uh, only later this year. We'll take a very quick pause. Uh, there are some talks about the Asaba Accord, uh, it's there on uh, some of the dailies. And um, Katuna yesterday, uh, the protest started or the strike started. Labour saying no going back. Government is insisting on right sizing. We'll be back. Salvation Ministries, Ogun Miracle Crusade, live with David Ibiumie. I decree any bondage of sickness, failure, poverty, shame, barrenness, near success syndrome, family crisis, reproach, assault, insult of the devil and men, whatever be the bondage right now, I declare you lose in the name of Jesus. On Thursday, the 27th to Friday, 28th of May, 2021, venue, Abiyokuta Sports Club, Okelewon. Side Sweet Sensation, Abiyokuta, Ogun State. The time is 5 p.m. daily. Oda, yafin, awan ami wola ansoron kwa egana. She o man kwe lori e rokwe ni. Beni, dokita. Hmm, oda tu man kwe lori a yelu jara. Beni, o man kwe gani dokita. Hehe, o yemi. Hehehehe, that are ude kintambi. Dokita, koko joro no ni kwe. Siku basi lori kwe. Ama were, tama anreni jibi kwe. Ema agboni mali mejo. Hahaha, yafin. Okoyitiko Global Kete Fifa. Beni o eyin na eko Global Kete Fifa. Te ba foruko sile, te si bere sini lo simu Glo tutun yin. E gba fi kun ogorun mefa naira lesekese. Yo fe tu afi kun do logorun kan lori gbogbo eto data yin ke le wa lori aye lujara ke soro ke si do we ke di gba to ba wu yi. Awon alabaso wo wa tutun ati to ti wa tele. Yo ji afi kun do logorun meje ni gbogbo gba ti an bara card. E kan si Global to ba sumo eyin ju ta ba won alagbata wa lati se foruko sile ke si ma lo simu yin lo. Hello, Unlimited.
Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this uh, Tuesday morning. Let's uh, move on very swiftly. Uh, the Guardian uh, has uh, the report of uh, what happened in Kaduna yesterday. It is on uh, a number of the dailies this uh, morning. The Premium Times says NLC strike Kaduna government defiance says civil service rights sizing to continue. Uh, there's the other report, um, no retreat, no surrender. Uh, Kaduna labor strike, no retreat, no surrender, Waba declares. Uh, that's on the um, Nigeria Tribune. Well, a defined Kaduna state government has said the five-day warning strike by the NLC, which began on Monday, will not distract it from its plan to right-size the civil service of the state. The state government dismissed the strike and street protest as an attempt by labor union leaders to sabotage its policy, but said the first day of the strike has not affected the operations of the government. The state head of service, Barato Mohammed, said this to journalists in Kaduna during a brief state executive council meeting on Monday. Mrs. Mohammed said the state government will not rescind the decision to sack civil servants that are not needed in the state. She said the NLC strike and protest were an attempt to sabotage the policy of government, vowing, however, that the government will not be distracted. Um, uh, according to her, she says the NLC are aware that inflicting pains on citizens by locking hospitals and shutting down electricity will not change the decision of Kaduna state government to right size. I will not change our intention to use the Trade Union Act, which prohibits strike by extension service workers. Um, the rest of it is there. Uh, defi- NLC strike, Kaduna government defiance, says civil service right sizing to continue uh, for labor. Uh, they are saying no retreat, no surrender. And uh, it just uh, sets the tone for a long battle, as it appears. Uh, and you don't understand why... You know, I was saying yesterday on another program as to why... Uh, Labour would not want the Kaduna situation to go ahead. Uh, Kaduna is, yes, a lot of states are complaining about paucity of funds. Kaduna is one of those states that at least has some funds compared to a lot of other states. IGR and Kaduna is about, I think they're number four there about, if you include the FCT in the country. And if they go ahead and do this unchallenged, uh, we might see a number of states also saying, well, we don't have funds. We'll go ahead and right size. For example, there's a, uh, there's a battle going on in Ekiti as well. The Guardian says Ekiti organized labor rejects withdrawal of new wage, new minimum wage. Uh, says uh, government sets up committee to provide support for poor, vulnerable households, others. Uh, that's on the Guardian. Uh, the Ekiti state government, uh, they also... Because they say they don't have funds, they've been saying, well, we'd have to withdraw this new minimum wage and probably head back to where it used to be. Uh, I think Kano did that uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, going back to the 18,000, all because there are no funds. Uh, in Kaduna, it's, it's just a, a very tricky ball game. The government are saying, uh, we don't have the funds. There is um, over-bloated civil service. We are right-sizing, downsizing, whatever nomenclature you give it. Uh, Labour says that that can't be the way to go. Um, you have the funds. Every government has the funds. Don't tell us you don't have the funds. Mind you, there are a lot of other creative ways you can free up funds if you really have to, rather than sacking workers. No, they they, they would rather wait for the free money you know, that they share every month. And um, their IGR, uh, they believe they can do whatever they like with it. It's only the you know, federal government, uh, the, the money at the center that they they think they can ask, ask questions about. Uh, at some point, governors gathered in this country when they they, they, they they stood on the neck, practically standing on the neck of of the federal government, saying they should share um, the, the excess crude 
you know, the money in the SS crude accounts and all that. We still remember. It was during uh, the, the time of uh, Okonjo Weala as the finance minister. See, these governors will not change. And that's why, you know, those who should speak to them that they will listen should continue to speak. I, I support what Labour is doing. If you have redundancy in the civil service, you inherited it. What, what was your plan when you were coming in as the governor? You know, to, to tackle it. How can you make these redundant workers more useful if you, are, you, you want to be creative about it? Government, unfortunately, has become like the largest employer of labor in the country. It's not supposed to be so. Mm. So these people go to the civil service and you find in, in a particular, give an example of a ministry. I've said it here before. They had 15 drivers and that's six vehicles. How, how, do you, how do you cope with that? And yet they will draw salaries. But is it their fault that that is not happening? Secondly, when you look at the, the, the IGR that um, the states, you know, have been raking up, many of them, I think they really improved. When you look at what is coming from the uh, Bureau of Statistics, you want to say that, yes, yeah, some of them has really raised the bar concerning that. But why are those ones who should be paying even the minimum wage now? Why are they not paying? It's because they don't they don't take the workers seriously. The workers should not mind those things they say when they are uh, these are you are the you are the oil in the machine we are using mm. for development of our state and all that. Don't mind that because many of them they they have the people in the sectoral to do the job. They still look for consultants and they use that sometimes to 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 siphon money. So the 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 labor union should use. Kaduna as an example of what should not happen. Because like, like, you, like you predicted, if this, if this goes on in Kaduna State, of course, other state governors will have the temerity you know, to do the same kind of thing. So if we don't want that to happen, we will really have to support what NLC is doing. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Governor Erufai, um, I, don't, I don't know whether to say he's winding down already, but it's in the second term. Mm. He, he will care so less about this, especially what is going to the the, the suffering that the public public will have to go through. Look at the Justin strike, for instance. The governors they care less; they don't have anybody in detention. It's it's not affecting them in any way. You know, even the their own lawsuits concerning the same matter. Mm. You know, they are not talking about it. In fact, some of them. We just be giggling at the back that look well. You are the one that went on strike, so even the matter in court, nothing will happen to it, and they they, they will not care. But the people are suffering. Just yesterday, now, even before yesterday, Lagos State Government they've been trying to decongest, you know, the police cells, yeah. you know, detention cells, and all those places, so that people will not suffer unnecessarily. So, it's the people that will suffer in Kaduna. But if this will make people not to suffer beyond that because those families if you lay lay off anyone now those families what will happen to them you have added to the to to the number mm. of poor people in nigeria in a way i'm not i'm not looking at those senior civil servants mm. i'm looking at the, the the very lowly ones that are there
Well, um, you know, uh, we'd have to wait and see. It was supposed to be a five days one in strike, but with the Kadnase government statement yesterday, uh, we never can tell how long this strike will go on. We'll see how it goes. Well, if you say the governors don't have anyone in detention here, they definitely have someone in detention abroad. Nigerian governors aid arrested in America over six fifty million dollars <laughs> on employment fraud. Wale, no, no, Wale, thirty no. years jail. No, Wale, Wale. Uh, well, detention, de- de- detention. Well, that's level. true. Detention abroad is something else. Detention de- 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 get level. Damn. I beg, please, don't, don't. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about certain things here, it but <laughs> I, I think for them, I repeat, for them, they are not losing mm. anything mm. here. Well, um, a special assistant to one of the Southwest governors in Nigeria, identified as Abidemi Rufai, has been arrested at the New York's John F. Kennedy International <laughs> Airport over alleged Washington State $650 million on employment fraud and now risks 30 years jail. Pembershire reports that the suspect was on his way to Nigeria when he was arrested by federal agents of the USA on Friday and was charged to federal court on Saturday. The arrested Nigerian said to be resident of Lekki in Lagos, but served under the administration of governor of uh, neighboring state was arraigned on charges that he used the identities of more than 100 Washington residents to steal more than $350,000 in unemployment benefits from the Washington State Employment Security Department during the coronavirus pandemic last year. The rest of it is there. Uh, it's on the Pempushin newspapers. Nigerian governor's aid arrested in America over $650 million unemployment front. Uh, fraud, <laughs> risk 30 years jail. Was arrested on Friday, was in court on Saturday. Yeah. No juice on strike. But <laughs> even without juice on strike, it will take longer here. I don't know why. But it is still uh, Naira here. The, the went there is still dollars. Well, the rest of that is on the Pepishi newspapers. That's about Accord reps, Northern Caucus split, minority back Southern governors. Uh, there's also PDP governors. Uh, ta- uh, uh, PDP governors to Buhari send bill to National Assembly for power devolution now. Is there uh, on the uh, Nigeria Tribune? Let's um, talk to you this morning. 0815 432 1079. 0815 432 1079. 0818 well, live on Facebook. Drop your comments there. Good morning. Uh, hello. Good, good morning, uh, Mr. Wale. And, good morning. Uh, Mr. morning, yeah, sir. Hola, hola. Yeah, I don't have like things. The military are asking for maybe to help their game. I think the more they equip, I mean, the more they make uh, more procurement, as in making so much money, that bulk of amount, the more the corruption will extend. They should, they, all they need is just the control. They need to control the money, the way they disburse it. That's just the case. It shouldn't be that there's no issue whereby we, we make that kind of sum of money and there's no other, no, no infection, I mean, in the impact in, uh, in the money. That's just the truth. They should do not that, another thing, not do, to be so, asking for money. So you're, you're saying... On, on how to, to you're saying they should look for a way to uh, plug the loopholes as far as the current funds yes, they are getting are concerned. No, All right. The question for money, if they started giving them the kind of budget like this, you know, every, annually, it's going to be right. another corruption. Yes. All right. So, thank you, Mr. Balao. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Turn down the volume on your radio. Thank you. Uh, good morning. Yes, good morning. Uh, Yami James calling from uh, Obadia. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm burning of annex offices and police stations. I believe these things are rampant in the southeast. Mr. Kinde, can you please explain to us why minority leader has subsidy? 
the person of Senator Abaridi. He's still a free man because he was the one who stood him for Nandikanu when his bail, his bail was being perfected and later ran away. We arrived Ali Ndume, chairman committee on army, was put behind the bar when Mina jumped the bail. Maybe if, if Nandikanu is around now, maybe this thing will not be as far as it is in the southeast. Good morning. Maybe. Good morning. <laughs> Hello? I can't answer that question. Hello. Hello. What do you want to stand for? <laughs> Good morning. All right. Good night, my name. Good morning. I'm coming from Niyakari in Bonomori. All right. Talk to us. Uh, the issue of this our country, all the issues you are talking of, I will say the one you'll back over. They say, I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go My dear brother, at this point, with security, the political problem, all based on structure. All based on structure. You cannot get anything. Not even if they there, come to rule this Nigeria with this structure. We continue to pay them because my dear brother, if you want to do the federalism, let's do the federalism totally. So we do it, and then that's why it best work. Because my dear brother, if the issue of police you are talking of, you will remember. Only the government of the the police. They are paying salary alone. You are paying their own to the state and the, the state and local government. They are the ones giving them the equipment, vehicle, building, and so on, as my to, to use. So that is the problem. It's all over the sectors. It is all over the sectors. Right. So unless we social discovery, the fact that we have their own duty, you have that own duty and then that is right. All right, thank you. All right, thank you. All right, thank you very much. Structuring, that's it for you. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I think the state government created the problem for them. Why don't you make them productive to what they're going to learn? Make them more feed workers. Having said this, I think um, then the, the, the state government should you give the local government autonomy to be able to send those. We're really struggling to hear you. Good morning. Good morning. Well, uh, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. Quickly, please. Watch your name where you're coming from. It's true. In the sense that to win an election, you want to your. So, let them continue with the problem. I don't know. It's just not the smoothest connection this morning. Apologies. Good morning to you. Hello, good morning. This is Nicholas coming from Adebuta. All right, good morning, Nicholas. I'm fine. Um, you see, everywhere there is hunger and anger and inequality, there's bound to be anger, whether in the north-west, north-south, or south-west. Hmm. What is the difference between what Ibuho is clamoring for? in Western territory, and what some people think in the is coming for, from that 
I think the government shouldn't be surprised that a man in that area has such influence in, his, in that region and they cannot quell that. Whether it's IPOP or whether they think are stations, the truth is that some people somewhere feel angry and marginalized. And when you look, when you read the book, Substance of Politics by Abadova, mm. a classic in politics, it said that's what it's called balance of terror. In this country, some people think that they need to become that to get their man into Athrock. Then sometimes they need to bring the dogs and the baboons in the same blood to get to Athrock. Now, so in this way, some criminals of a particular region are also thinking that they need to burn INEC offices to get their man into Athrock. So it's just for the federal government to listen and to quell them and to put a level playing ground for everybody in this country. Right. Well, if you bring your containers from abroad to Apapa and you spend here or taking them to Olita, you will not be happy. And your, and your tankers have been molested by security agents on the road. But why some people bring them from Sokoto to Ilori and they explode and kill people? <laughs> Hello. Anyway, hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Wale Bakari. Go ahead, go ahead. My name is Akin. My, my I, I, I don't know. The connection is not just the greatest. We'll probably see uh, if we could get back to some of your calls but um let's just uh, take a look at the uh, thoughts on social media at least that's easy for us to get now olakam larry says our nazi indigo and Igbo leaders have not been saying anything in regards to the killing of security personnel and burning of public uh, facilities in the southeast and Tausa, meaning they are pleased with the madness going on there mm-hmm. when will this hypocrisy stop uh, he says ssa to Governor Dakwabedo, according to the news, uh-huh. let the governor or the mouthpiece of the government come out and say something now. Is Adirami Rufai still in government or he has been suspended? Why is it that many of these government appointees have some comma? <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, well, yes, we've read some stories about one or two or three or more. Uh, um, there are some others. You how on earth could a governor of a state wake up and make a decision to sack thousands of workers? What would happen to the career they have built with their lives? This is uncalled for. Labor should do the needful. Good morning. Uh, Tywo Tulilokwe says, I don't believe it is fair, just logical and equitable if we spend over 50% of our current dwindling resources on less than 10% of the state population. But the question is, what is the way forward? Any worker that can't merit or labor for his or her take-home should be retrenched. Uh, when we stop looking for the footprint of an elephant on a tree, uh, all these problems will be nipped in the board. Edward Bayami says the problem isn't just a positive fund, but mismanagement of little available. Please remind me what eventually happened to the former NSA that was detained for mismanaging $2.1 billion arms fund. Examples must be made, else we may keep dancing around a circle. Uh, Raji Abidemi says on the issue of Governor Rufai, uh, Sark staff in Cardinal honestly, Mr. Governor needs to rethink and reverse his policy. Uh, this will add to unemployment in the country. All right. Uh, Facebook. Um, okay. Raji Afiz also <laughs> got to us on Facebook. Uh, no leader or government can change the ways and structure of their people if they are not ready to change their own ways. So we can talk to tomorrow. Nothing will happen. 
Um, good morning, Wally and Samson. On security issues, Niger- Nigerian factors will not allow any president or leader to do anything about military budget. Where is the cash backing for the budgeted amount? The money will be embezzled. Uh, he says, where is... Um, he says, where is Alex Biden and where are our ex-service chiefs turned ambassadors? On burnings of INEC offices, the people are criminals and deserve to be punished. Uh, police uh, need to beef up security in INEC offices and other public places. Uh, okay. The police, it goes on and on. The police that have been attacked daily. You know, they've not even been able to uh, beef up security in their own, um, what's it called, in their own uh, police stations. Uh, it's there. Uh, I, I, I think somebody has 